0: Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by David Chorney. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Nintendo Switchcraft is brought to you by my brand new podcast called Run Jump Stomp. The second episode comes out tomorrow. Uh, you can check out Run Jump Stomp, which is a conversational podcast where you call in and let me know what you think about the gaming industry. Um, you can find it over at anchor.fm slash runjumpstomp. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash runjump Stomp. Uh, It's not currently on uh, Apple Podcasts yet. We're waiting for that. It's taking some time, but you can find it on lots of different places now. Uh, You can find it on, I'm clicking on a link right now. Uh, You can listen to it on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and soon other places. Now, speaking of that, uh, I also recently transferred Uh, 78 degrees over to a new host Um, Richard and I are looking at saving some money by uh, bringing it over to a new host so if um, we're going to be we didn't record an episode yesterday because I had a dentist appointment Um, but we're planning on maybe recording an episode on Saturday we're not sure when yet like we're trying to work out the details time zones are a pain Um, but you know, if I make an announcement that there's a new episode of 78 degrees and you don't see it in your, uh, in your feed, please let me know. I've already transferred 78 degrees over, so it should just be seamless to you. Uh, but if it's not, please let me know. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to 78 degrees or run, jump, stomp, uh, please consider doing so. It's very easy. It's free. And, uh, for 78 degrees, the URL for that is anchor. Dot fm slash seventy-eight-degrees. That's 78 hyphen D E G R E E S. Alright, so make sure that you subscribe to both of those podcasts, and that's enough of that. Let's talk Nintendo. Fortnite, <gasps> Fortnite season seven is here, and man, they have reinvented their game again. In addition to adding airplanes and uh covering the some of the map in snow. They also added a brand new game mode called uh, creative mode where you get to uh, build stuff with your friends and save it from session to session. Now, I have not had a chance to sit down and play it yet. But my son has been playing creative a whole bunch today, and he's he said that he's really enjoying it. So if you haven't already checked it out, you, you should check it out. I know that we've got smash coming tomorrow, which we're certainly going to be talking about today. Um, but it seems like I, it is so compelling the way that they are able to reinvent their game over and over and over again. It's really impressive to me. Um, so uh, if you uh, have lapsed on Fortnite and you want more information, if you're thinking about maybe checking it out again, I made a YouTube video. I think it was yesterday after the announcement. Uh, I made a YouTube video and it is uh, you can follow the link in the show notes uh, to my YouTube channel, which is youtubecom dot slash run, jump, stomp. Um, while you're there, there is another video that I want you to check out. It's my first impressions of a game which i originally played on my phone it's it's funny because a lot of people will automatically say ooh not a mobile game on the switch yes a mobile game on the switch but this one is really really cool uh that game is super Bro- or it's by super brothers and it's called sword and sorcery ep uh it's this really cool pixel art s- t- point and click style adventure game um with an incredible soundtrack and really, really good um, audio design. I I had a lot of fun playing it. It's pretty short too, um, but if you want to know more about that game, then also check out that YouTube video. Uh, again, that's uh, YouTube.com/slash/runjumpstomp. Uh, you can check out the Fortnite video as well as the Super Brothers video. Um, I'm really impressed by what they did with Sword and Sorcery. It's really great on the phone. And this is coming from somebody who hates touchscreen games. And I think that this is the definitive version of it. It's never been on console before. And uh, they just nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. They even included a way for you to control uh, using the right Joy-Con as a, as a, like, kind of like a Wii remote, as a gyroscopic mouse. So you just kind of uh, mouse around the screen and, and point at stuff and tap on it. It's it's very cool. And if you're going to check it out, make sure that you're going to wear headphones or have it hooked up to like your awesome, um, your super awesome uh, speaker system that you've got because the music and the sound design in the game are just phenomenal. All right. So, again head over to YouTube, check out those videos. Don't forget to like and subscribe those things while you're there because that's what people do over at YouTube and it definitely helps uh, the channel grow. As Nintendo begins to take on new forms, it's important that we can measure how addictive they truly are. So we are about to get the next in the Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo Switch Online uh, games. These are the 8-bit retro games that you um, get by... Uh, paying for the monthly subscription or yearly subscription or every three month subscription, depending on which subscription you ended up going with for the Nintendo Switch. And so far, what it seems like is that Nintendo is is doling these games out three per month, which I think is too few. I think that it should definitely be increased. Maybe it should be three every two weeks or something like that, or one game a week would be better. That would That would increase the number of games per month by one, but it would be a constant inflow of new stuff. Um, So I think that that would be better myself, but that's not how Nintendo decided to do it. Last time uh, we got, oh, can I remember, Uh, Solomon's Quest, um, Twin B, and Metroid. Those were the three games that we got. Um I I got to be honest, I haven't had time to sit down and play any of them, which is too bad because I was kind of looking forward to trying out Twin B because I'd never played it before and I heard very good things about it. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't uh Solomon's Quest was on the first time last month it was oh, it's right on the tip of my brain. Um so it was Twin B Metroid And hopefully somebody in chat knows the name. I'm trying to think of it. It has escaped me. Mighty Bomb Jack. It was Mighty Bomb Jack. There we go. So now I have remembered. So those were the games for last month. Now this month, uh, we're getting it on the 12th. So that is six days from when I'm recording this. And that is going to include Wario's Woods, which I've never played. uh, The Adventures of Lolo, which I've never played and Ninja Gaiden, which I've played a lot of. And that kind of seems to be the pattern that I'm seeing with these with these months, uh, for me anyway. It, it always seems to be two games that I've never played and one game that I've played a ton of. Uh, I had never heard of Twin B. I'd never played Mighty Bomb Jack. I think I may have heard of it. Uh, and I played lots of Metroid. And then this month, I know I've heard of Wario's Woods and Adventures of Lolo, but I've never seen either of them in the wild. But Ninja Gaiden, I've played so much. That is one of my favorite games when I was a kid. It, it's this really fantastic, if you've never played it, fantastic side-scrolling game where you play as Ryo Hibusa. I think I said his name wrong. We'll just have to live with that. And um, you've got to... I, I I couldn't tell you the story, Uh, But you got to kill all the dudes and run from left to right and then right to left. And sometimes you scroll up and down. But uh, it's really fast combat. It's got great music in the game. And uh, I like the graphics a lot, too. Uh, It's it's tough as nails. It's really, really tough. I'm looking forward to playing Ninja Gaiden on the Switch, um, probably on, uh, well, sometime in the near future. It's tough because everything right now, seems to be getting buried by the impending doom of Smash Brothers, which comes out tomorrow. In In not, not that long, we'll be playing Smash Brothers. So are people going to stop playing Smash Brothers to play Wario's Woods, Adventures of Lolo, or Ninja Gaiden? I don't know. Maybe. I, I, there, there's, of course, going to be some people who aren't interested in Smash Brothers, and maybe they're going to be uh, playing games like this. I do know this that I've never played Wario's Woods and I'm very interested in trying it out and seeing what the game is like. So, I'll at least dip in and I you know, I've I'm also considering doing like a YouTube series where I play all of the Nintendo Switch online games, um the uh the NES games and uh, um talk about like my thoughts on those particular games, not like a historical look because that's a lot of research. And it takes a lot of time, not like the NES Archive, although something's going on with that. It's going to be a while, but something is going on with that. Um, It's just uh, an idea that I might have. If if that's something you guys are interested, please feel free to let me know. Um, So are you excited for these three games? And of these three games, which one do you think that you want to play first? Wario's Woods, Ninja Gaiden, or The Adventures of Lolo? Let me know. I'm not sure if I talked about this before. I I meant to add it to the show notes for the last episode, and it completely slipped my mind, but you are now going to be able to battle against other trainers in Pokemon Go. So if you have never played Pokemon Go, it is a Pokemon game on your phone, that acts really more like, uh, there's this game by Niantic called Impulse or something like that. I think it was made by Google. I can't remember the name of the game. A buddy of mine plays it a lot. Um, but basically you walk around and I don't know why I'm explaining this to you. Everybody knows Ingress. Thank you, Pitterit. Uh, that's the name of the game. Um, everybody knows what Pokemon Go is. You walk around in the real world you use augmented reality to try and catch pokemon um and you drain your battery on your phone down to nothing that's basically how you play pokemon go if you there, up until now there's been no battles with other trainers and they announced recently that they were going to be adding that as a as a feature soon which got a lot of people excited but here's an article from nintendo wire that came out a couple of days ago and this one is making me sad uh there's some information about it that's that's giving this information um that's there's an information has been released that is giving us more details about trainer battles in pokemon go and uh this is from nintendo wire oh this is so bad it says here Trainer, trainer battles are in real time in Pokemon Go, a departure from the turn by turn format of battling in the main series, Pokemon titles. Okay, this is bad. And well, at least I think it's bad because I was looking forward to actually enjoying playing a game. I don't mind playing a an RPG on my phone if it's menu based. But I don't and I know I'm probably in the minority. I don't like using my phone to um, my father's calling me. I'll have to call him back afterwards. I don't like using my phone to uh, to play games because my thumb is in the way of the action. And when you do when you like attack a, a gym, like you have to fight the you have to fight the whoever left a Pokemon behind to guard the gym. And if you want to take over that gym, um, there's a lot of tapping and holding on your phone. So you tap to attack and then you tap and hold to do like your special attack or something like that. I tried it once, I found it annoying, and I never played it again. And it sounds like the Pokemon Go trainer battles are a lot more like that than they are like a traditional Pokemon battle where you say, all right, Pikachu, use Zippy Zap or whatever. You tap just a menu button and then just wait for it to happen, which is certainly not as interactive, but I think it's more fun and it's also more predictable. Like You know what's going to happen, whereas the, the tapping and the tapping to hold, I found just so off-putting that I... I never tried it again after that first time. So we still don't know when this is going to happen. But if you are excited for this, please feel free to tell me why. What is it about this that is exciting for you? Because it doesn't feel like Pokemon to me. Now, that being said, I haven't tried it myself. It could be much better than fighting for a gym. It could be completely different. You know, they did talk about their fact that there's like a shield in there someplace. But that doesn't feel like Pokemon. Then again, Poken Tournament DX for the Nintendo Switch or Pokken Tournament for the Wii U. That really didn't feel like Pokemon either, but it was still a fun game. At least that's what I've been told. My son loves it and it got pretty decent reviews. I didn't really play it very much. Um... So just because it doesn't feel like Pokemon doesn't mean it can't be fun. So tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm right. Uh, Let me know what you guys think of the upcoming trainer battles in Pokemon Go. Are you going to play? I don't think I am. Dear Atari Anonymous, my son Boris has a missile command problem. My mission in life is to save all of mankind. Somehow it seems like every time I talk about anything today, it is it it comes right back around to Smash every time. So let's talk about an email that I got from Connor about all about Smash Brothers, which comes out tomorrow. I'm very, very excited. Uh, The email from Connor starts out like this. It says, hey, Bill. Regarding my top requested fighters for DLC for Super Smash Brothers, I decided to make two lists, one with five characters who I think realistically have a shot at becoming DLC newcomers, and another with five characters which ultimately have a 100% sarcasm chance of being added. So I think he means that they have no chance of being added. Uh, nevertheless, as you said earlier, it's still fun to try and guess which characters will be added. So here's my totally 100% accurate predictions. Realistic top five. All right. So this is what he thinks could possibly happen. Number one, Steve from Minecraft. A lot of people want Steve from Minecraft. I think it would be really cool to have Steve from Minecraft, but if this is not a new idea. A lot of people want that. And I agree. I think it would be a good addition. Um... Microsoft and Nintendo have been pretty close this past year, so uh I'm expecting a Microsoft rep to join the roster. Uh I could see this uh, I could see his moveset being largely based on the use of swords and bows and his f- sm- final smash could be him riding the Ender Dragon across the stage. I'd like to see him uh, be able to dig a hole in the middle of the match or something. Uh that would be kind of neat too kind of like on the Sonic stage where you can walk over these platforms and then they open up and then they end up closing again. It would be neat if he had an ability that he could use that would just like a down B or something that would that would knock a hole uh, that would mine a hole in the stage so that people could fall through there. I think that would be very cool. Uh, number two, a rep from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Not much to say Here, as the game is not out yet, but including someone from a new Fire Emblem game would get some marketing for the game. That's a really good point. I think that Smash is the reason that Fire Emblem games are as successful as they are because people saw these characters in Smash and they have cool details. The the characters in Smash, they made the Fire Emblem characters, for me, they don't have a lot of personality. They're all kind of the same. But they have a cool visual design to them, and I think a lot of people see that in Smash and they say, "I wonder what this Fire Emblem game is." And then they check it out and they find out that they like it. Uh, so I do think that that would be a, a good way to help market Three Houses. Although at this point, Fire Emblem is pretty huge, so I don't know that it would need too much help marketing. Although it's certainly not as huge as, as huge as Smash, so any bit will help. Uh, number three. Sora from the Kingdom Hearts games with Kingdom Hearts 3 right around the corner. I could see Sora being confirmed as DLC at uh, something like the Game Awards, which is tonight, by the way, if you're watching this after the fact, then you already know everything that happened. But um, the Game Awards is in like seven hours from when I'm recording this. So I'm looking forward to watching that. Although, oh, yeah, I will be here. Be uh, I had a snow day today. And because of the snow day, that means my son's concert is canceled, so I will actually be able to watch the uh the um the game awards. All right. Maybe I'll sit down and watch it with him. Uh let's see, where were we? He said he would probably use his keyblade and magic for his attacks and maybe Goofy and Donald Duck as a final smash. Uh number four, bandana Waddle D from Kirby. I feel like all, out of all the characters except Waddle D as the most likely of them he would finally round out the kirby crew and i could and i would like to see his moveset largely based on his appearance in kirby star allies number 5 a representative from xenoblade i can't realistically see rex and pyra being added after rex was added as a me fighter costume but i feel like nintendo was going to throw something from xenoblade in Who would we want from Xenoblade? I think what would be really cool is that guy who had like the bird guy with him. I can't remember his name. If you know his name, let me know uh, what his name is. But he had like a bird as a companion guy and he had like a mullet and was super big and tall. And I think he even had like a scar on his chest. I can't remember his name. I think he would be cool. He had a lot of personality. That guy had personality just coming out of his ears. Um okay. Bird person. Vaxer says it was bird person. Thank you Vaxer. That was so helpful. All right. Uh let's see. Where I lost where my reading spot here. And here it is. The unrealistic top 5. This is the ones that they're just the wish list. They don't know if they're coming or not. Uh Pitterate has answered my question. Thank you very much Pitterate in chat. It is Van Dam. That's who I meant. All right, Uh, now here's their unrealistic top five. Number one, Joker from Persona 5. Persona 5 is a masterpiece of a video game and also one of my favorite games. I want Joker in Smash because in the game, he can have any persona he wants, leading to huge potential for a move set, kind of like Kirby. Um, I got to stop looking up at the camera when I'm reading stuff. Uh, His final smash could be all of his personas in one joined attack plus Persona 5 music in Smash Brothers would be awesome. All right. I think that that might be a great idea. I haven't played Persona 5. There's a lot of people who get upset when I say that. The reason I haven't played Persona 5 is because I work in a high school, and I don't want to play a game that's set in a high school. I don't have time for that. I need to move on. Um, Let me mute that. So let's see. What else? We've got... Oh, you know what, before we go any further, he seen, he said Joker from Persona 5 and you know what I immediately thought of? I thought of Joker, like the Joker. Like hello there, Bats, you know that Joker. I think that it would be awesome to have some DC characters in Smash, like the Joker or Batman or Superman, even if they were the Lego versions. Wouldn't that be cool to see Lego uh Lego Joker um in Smash Brothers? I think that would be fantastic. All right, Uh, let's see. Where are we here? Number two, Rex and Pyra from the Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I want Rex and Pyra in the game. I just do. Number three, Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Doubling up here so I won't ramble on, but I've played Kingdom Hearts right from the beginning and I would just love to see Sora in Smash. Number four, Shantae. I think it's unlikely because Shovel Knight is an assist trophy and I can't see Shantae getting a fighter over Shovel Knight but wouldn't it be fun to see Shantae as a fighter? However, I may be very happy if she, if she makes it in. I, you know, I've never played a Shantae game. I've heard very, very good things about it, but I do think that she would make a good addition. Her moveset, you know, when she kind of attacks with her hair and doesn't she turn into animals and stuff, I think that would make a very interesting character to uh, balance against Uh, the 70 plus uh, characters that are already in Smash. So that's a great idea. And can we just say I I want Shovel Knight? Can we get Shovel Knight in there, please? Uh, Let's see. Number five, Marks from Kirby. I used to think that Marks never had a chance, but with his appearance in Kirby Star Allies, now I think he has a bit of a chance. He's a bad, excuse me, he's a bad boy from the Kirby series, and Smash has already added so many villains in his entry uh, in, in this entry. So I would like to make a statement. All right. He's making a statement. Are you ready? Marks from Kirby is my most requested character to become a DLC fighter for smash. Thanks for taking the time to read this Connor. Well, Connor, thank you for taking the time to write it. I really appreciate it. And thank you for listening. I think that these are really interesting ideas and I love talking about the possibilities of what characters could be added to smash and what their move sets would be like. So even though the game is out tomorrow. Remember, we've got five DLCs to get through. So if you uh, still have your list of characters that you want me to talk about on the show for Smash um, Ultimate DLC, uh, feel free to get a hold of me. There's a lot of ways you can get a hold of me. You can call and and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. You can email me, uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can um, get a hold of me on Twitter. You can join our discord. There's a lot of ways. Just go ahead and uh, head over to runjumpstomp.com and you can find all of the ways right over there. So that's the new Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So before we get out of here, I just want to, I already mentioned it a couple of times, I think. Uh, we've got the Game Awards coming and if you're a fan of Nintendo, I think it would be in your best interest to tune in. Now, if you can't, then, hey man, that's what my Saturday show is for. Uh, But tune into the Game Awards tonight. They're tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. You can go ahead and extrapolate what time that means for you. Um, I don't think I will. I don't think that I can co-stream it. If I can, then I will try to, but I don't know if I can or not. Um, Either way, you should watch the Game Awards tonight because Nintendo tweeted about the Game Awards. So that makes me think that Nintendo's got something to show off there. They said uh, the Game Awards are almost here. Make sure you tune in tonight. They said tomorrow night, but that was yesterday that they tweeted this. Tune in tonight at 5 30 p.m. Pacific time to watch all to watch it all live before the launch of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, you can head over to the gameawards.com to check that out. I'm very, very excited for this. The Game Awards have kind of turned into like a second E3, uh, which is awesome. A lot of announcements are going to be made. Admittedly, a lot of it will be CGI stuff that has nothing to do with gameplay, but it's still fun to watch. So I'm going to be watching the Game Awards tonight. I'll probably be watching it with my son. If I am able to, I might be able to uh, co stream it. So. Uh, it, if you're getting ready to watch it and you're like, Hey, you know what? I think uh, I want to see what Bill's up to just go over to, uh, twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp, and maybe we'll be watching it there. If not, we will definitely be discussing it in the discord. If you want to keep, keep up to date on everything that's going on, uh, with run, jump, stomp and Nintendo Switchcraft and 78 degrees and all things, Nintendo and everything gaming, then that's where you want to go. You want to go to runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, join our Discord, introduce yourself, hang out with awesome people, and I guarantee that tonight during the Game Awards, people are if if we're not watching it live on Twitch, uh, in on my stream, we will all be chatting about it in the Discord. So uh, I don't know what predictions I have. I kind of talked about that last time, but here it is today. We're going to watch it. Game Awards, that's all. <laughs> Music for today's episode can be found over at runjumpstomp.com/music. It is the main theme from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Remix by Noteblock. Make sure that you check them out. Follow them on YouTube. Follow them on YouTube. Subscribe to them on YouTube, and because uh, they're really talented, I love their music. But that's the music that you heard today. If you uh, want to watch the full show, you can watch it live over at Twitch.tv/runjumpstomp or you can also check out videos that I post over on YouTube.com slash Run, Jump, Stomp. If you're looking to support the show, there's lots of ways that you can do that. Uh, go, go over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. All the links there help me create more content. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Run, Jump, Stomp, my new podcast all about video game. It's a conversation. You guys send in your questions and I answer them or you guys tell me what you think about stuff by calling in. Uh, really fun show. The first or the the second episode comes out tomorrow, uh, I think at 10 a.m. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to 78 Degrees, um, my podcast with Richard, where we talk about just about everything. So that's it for me. I'm out of here. I will see you guys in the Discord while we're talking about Smash, uh, not Smash, but uh, the Game Awards tonight. And tomorrow on Friday... I'm going to try to, it, it all depends on what's going on with the weather here and what we have to do around the house, but I'm going to try to be streaming some Smash at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern tomorrow after work. So I will hopefully see you guys there. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Stay awesome. Bye-bye.